Welcome to Kingdom Mothers Rise Up, where I encourage and equip you to heal your heart and renew your mind so you can live the fully abundant life Jesus promised you. Let's go. It's time to move. Welcome to this episode of Kingdom Mothers Rise Up. I want to talk to you today about some lessons from Nehemiah. This is a passage that the Lord has used to speak to me for a very long time. Um, the idea of mothering being important work. Like Nehemiah says, but in Isaiah 6, 3, he says, I'm carrying on a great project and I can't come down to the people that are trying to distract him. And the Lord gave me that when my children were young and I felt called to homeschool them. And so that meant I didn't have time to do a lot of volunteer things. I didn't have time to work a job. And there sometimes felt like pressure, like you're home with your kids all the time. You should have time to do all of these things. And it was like, no, the Lord has called me to a great work of raising future adults. And I I don't have time for your stuff. And then there's been other times where he's brought it back to me as well. That as moms, I kind of wanted to give you an, like an overview of the truths that the Lord has highlighted to me out of Nehemiah. So first of all, Nehemiah was grieved by the state of his country, his homeland. He had been, or his family had been, I guess I'd have to check my timeline on that, removed from Jerusalem. And he was actually serving a foreign king. The king had allowed some of the Jews to go back and rebuild the temple. And he heard a report that like, well, the temple, like they started building, but now stuff is stuck because there's no walls and there's no gate for the city. So how does it work to build a temple that's full? You know, the Jewish temple was filled with gold and all kinds of valuable things if there's no wall to protect it. And if the people don't feel safe and that they need to be defending themselves, then how do they carry on with the work? And so he was grieved and he let the king know that he was grieved and he had favor with the kings. The king asked him, you know, what was going on? And he made a bold request for the resources to rebuild the wall, for military protection, to get him there and to get the supplies there. And like he made a big, bold request of this king to rebuild a city that, you know, he had, I don't know if he had captured it, but that had been, you know, captured and demoralized, really. But the king granted him everything he asked for, gave him letters saying, I know what he's doing. He has permission. There's nothing wrong with what he's doing. When Nehemiah gets there, he goes out. And he does an evaluation of what's the condition of the city and of the walls so that he knows what he's dealing with and what he's working with. And I guess I relate to that as a coach, because before I can help you, I need to know exactly where we're at. We need to know what we're dealing with. What resources do you already have? What do you already know? What things are stopping you? Where do you have resources? Where do you lack resources? All of that kind of stuff. So Nehemiah goes out and does this evaluation to see how bad the damage is and 
what work actually needs to be done. Because again, as a coach, I don't want to come at you and just be like, this is what I do. And so here's all the work to do steps one through nine. And you're looking at it like, well, I've already done one and four and I'm like halfway through seven. I don't need to give you that work if you've already done it. And Nehemiah certainly didn't need to plan for rebuilding sections of the wall that were already done or that weren't that damaged. And then his method to rebuild the wall was to assign everyone to their own section. They were responsible for rebuilding the wall close to where they lived. And in some of the walls, like houses were even in the walls. So like it might have been actually like building onto their house. But he broke it up all the way around the city and assigned different people. And it goes through and it lists the names of all these people and their families that helped rebuild the wall and they put the doors in place and they did all of these things. And he didn't distinguish like, oh, you're, you're a noble. So you don't have to work on the wall. The people who thought they were better than the others that he was like, um, no, that's not how this works. This wall is for you too. You can help build it. And um, it even mentions in there that one of the families had their daughters out there building. And I don't know if that was because they didn't have sons or because the sons weren't helping, but you know, mentions specifically the daughters are out there rebuilding too. And it talks about all the sections that they rebuilt and that they're working next to each other, next to each other, and they're next to them and they're next to them. And I think as the world gets crazier and darker, being able to link up and work next to moms that are like-minded and that are going after Jesus and expanding his kingdom and shining the light is more important than ever. Knowing your resources, knowing your strengths, knowing who will stand with you when things are hard and things feel dark, or who will come over and relight your torch when the enemy blows it out. When they had built the wall to like halfway, then the enemies around that didn't want to see Jerusalem fortified and protected again, started causing problems. I think that's how the enemy deals with us. Like if you're going through life kind of just buried in your own stuff and you can't really get your head up to look around and see a bigger picture, the enemy's good with that. But when you've started to build yourself up, you've started to get your identity, you've started to understand your authority, you've started to not fall for all of his lies and tricks that you've always fell for, then he's going to up his game because he doesn't want you to be a fortified city that he has to use all those resources to attack. He wants to be able to take you out with all these little things. And so as they built, they had their building tools in one hand and they had weapons in the other. And he told them, do not be afraid. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers and your sons and your daughters and your wives and your homes. And I think that's just as true. We can put husbands in there for wives. Like we're in a season where we need to fight. We need to rise up and fight the darkness. We don't need to fight the people around us, but we need to fight the darkness that is behind the evil things that are happening. So they carried their materials and did their work with, and held a weapon in the other hand. And they wore a sword at their side. And he talked 
to the nobles, the nobles that were working with them because they're leading people in coordinating their different sections of building. And Nehemiah had a trumpet. So he's like, when I sound the call, this is what you need to do. And to have people in your life that you can send out that call to, um, whether that's a text message or phone calls or messenger or whatever, not a public Facebook post, but a group that you know you can send that message to and they will actually pray for you and they will listen to the Lord and they will bring that encouragement and truth and perspective when you sound the alarm. And something else that really stood out to me is as they were working on building the wall, the people of the tribe of Judah were like, there is so much rubble in the way from the way that the wall was broken down that we can't even get in there to build. And that part really speaks to me because in my own journey of trying to grow and trying to change and be more like Jesus, looking back at it now, like there was just so much rubble in the way that I couldn't do the work I needed to do. Like there was a whole bunch of pre-work I needed to do. So people were telling me to, you know, take my thoughts captive or to stand in my authority or um, just stand in faith, declare the goodness of the Lord, these kind of things. And they didn't work for me. I didn't think, I couldn't see how they were working because there was so much other rubble in the way. Like there was so much, hurt. There was so much confusion about who God was and how he interacts with us as his daughters. So again, as a coach, I'm going to come in and see like, what's the rubble that needs to get cleaned up before you can start working on the things that you need to work on or that you feel like this is what I need to work on. Um, like I talked to a client the other day and just like, I need an organization system. Like I just, I need this great system so that I can just function on autopilot because life is so busy and like, yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be a great thing to have. But the rubble that's in the way of that system working, even if I could hand you the perfect system or help you design the perfect system, there's this rubble in the way of you not being accountable to yourself, that you can make this perfect plan but if person A, B, or C says they don't like it or that they need you to do something else other than what you have planned, you drop your plan. And sometimes that has to happen, especially as a mom, especially as a mom of littles. But it doesn't have to happen all the time. It only needs to happen in certain situations. So part of that is the rubble of it's okay for me to tell people no. And you need to clear that rubble of people pleasing out of the way before you can build this strong, I'm going to show up and be accountable and do what I'm supposed to do kind of thing. So I think that that really stands out to me that Nehemiah didn't, it really stands out to me that Nehemiah didn't get mad at the people of Judah for not building faster. And he wasn't frustrated with them for making excuses. Like he went and looked there's legitimately so much rubble here that they can't build. So they dealt with that so that that section of the wall could be built as well.
And then I thought when the enemies came and attacked him, they used their words. They weren't physically attacking, though there was obviously the threat of that if they're carrying swords while they're laying bricks. But the enemy used words to say, I'm going to go tell the king that you're doing this, and I'm going to go tell the other people that you're leading a revolt against the king, and I'm going to spread all these rumors. And, you know, what is that? What are people going to think of me? As I'm saying that, like, oh, that has way more power in my life than I want it to right now of what are people going to think of me, even people I don't even know. But Nehemiah is able to respond and send six, eight, nothing like what you were saying is happening. You're just making it up out of your head. So he's able to hear the enemy's accusations. And here's what I'm going to go tell people and be like, that's not happening. I don't, I don't even need to entertain this. I don't need to have this discussion. I'm carrying on an important project. I'm not coming down to discuss this with you. The things that you're saying aren't true. And to be able to stay in that place of faith with the Lord that like, okay, Lord, if you're not telling me I'm doing anything wrong, then I'm going to stand in this place of, okay, you're just, whatever you're coming up with, you're making it up and it doesn't impact me because I know it's not true. And he still prayed and strengthened my hands. He still was relying on the Lord. But they were able, because they were working together and because of Nehemiah's leadership, and I think compassion to like really evaluate the situation and see what was going on, um, his courage to ask for the provision from the king, all of that paints a picture of what we need to learn to do as kingdom mothers. We need to learn to assess the situation, whether it's for ourselves, for our children, for friends. Because sometimes you have those friends that like there's crisis after crisis after crisis, and maybe you've been rescuing them. But maybe if you step back and look, maybe there's some rubble, maybe there's some stuff that needs to be dealt with so the crises stop happening. Because sometimes we create our own crises and that doesn't have to happen. And to be able to assess what resources are needed and the picture of we are building and we're ready to fight at any time that the enemy should rise up and we need to fight but we're going to keep building while we wait to fight because building you know they're building walls to protect the city we need to build our identity and our faith and our our knowledge and experience of the lord so that when these things come against us we can be like Nehemiah and be like, mm, no, you're just making that up. I'm God and I, we're good. If I'm out of line, he'll let me know. He's not going to send you to let me know with your attacking words and your insults and your threats. If I'm doing something out of line, he has full permission to get my attention and fix that. But he's not going to do that by bullying me and beating me up. That's not who he is. So like there's lessons in there for us as moms. And the biggest one is that you are doing important work being a mom and raising those kids, raising those future adults. So don't let anybody tell you that, including yourself, that it's not important and it doesn't matter and you should be doing bigger things. Raising those kids and living a faithful life in relationship with the Lord before them is the biggest thing you will ever do. Thanks for being here. I'll see you in the next episode. Let's rise up.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up podcast. I'm blessed to have you here. If you'd like to continue the conversation, you can join us in the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up Facebook community. When you're ready for more support, I have the Heart Doodling with Jesus monthly membership, periodic group coaching, and one-on-one personalized coaching as well. Thank you so much for being here, and we'll see you next time.